Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Have you been having issues trying to obtain a new passport? Now, this has been going on for nearly two and a half years. Now, during the COVID, there was an excuse. And when I say an excuse, I don't even believe there was an excuse. The argument from the passport office always is, well, if you're just renewing your passport, I've had no problems at all. You get it back in three or four days and you will. By the way, if you renew your passport online and you're not applying for a new passport, a child's passport, or somebody else's passport, you will get it back online because a computer does it. But when we're relying on people to do it, unfortunately, it seems to have taken an awful long time. Um, public sector workers in the passport office have come under huge criticism over the amount of time it's taken for people to get passports. There have been numerous public complaints from customers and TDs as many wait weeks or months for the arrival of their uh, essential travel document. And it is an essential travel document. We received a message from a father expressing his anger. And he says, Morning, Niall. Just wondering, could you highlight the issue with the passport office? We applied for my five-year-old son's passport renewal on the 13th of April. They contacted us on the 11th of May to say the picture wasn't correct, even though it had passed the online check. We sent in a new picture that night and received no confirmation they even received it. Now the online tracker is saying it'll be issued on the 25th of May. Before any issue with the picture, it was being issued on, the, on May the 16th. We are flying out on June the 2nd, and we've tried to contact them over 300 times, and the lines are busy. What on earth is going on? They could contact us again to say the new picture isn't correct. Uh, it's a mess in this country. And you're right, it is a mess. It's a complete and utter mess. And this is why in the UK currently at the moment there's a huge row going over in the UK because they want to drop 90,000 staff. Now they also want to hire staff to assist in departments that need extra staff. But they're dropping 90,000 staff and the theory is, of course, that a lot of things like the passport office and many other things like that should be privatised. Because on our driving t- test and all those other things should be privatised. Because sadly, it seems that some people are just too slow at their jobs or not efficient at their jobs. And I want to know if you've been in this situation. Now, we put it up on Facebook and we have received so many people with, you know, voicing similar concerns, saying they would ring the helpline, but they couldn't get in contact with anybody. No human being at the end of it. Ireland is not alone, as I said, when it comes to passport, passport office, uh, you know, um, I suppose to increasing staffing by 700 people by the summer amid reports of travellers facing long delays to get documentation to go abroad. In other words, they're saying they're going to increase the staff, but I don't believe it for a minute. Anyway, I want to talk to Mary. Mary, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Mary? Hi, how are you keeping? Good, Mary. Now, I want everyone to call in today, by the way, at 87 188 Text or WhatsApp if they've had a problem, but you've had a problem, Mary. Yeah, I'm a big problem. I applied for my son's passport. Um, no, I'm not. I haven't booked anything to go away, but I applied for it on and sent all the documentation away. Now it's a renewal passport, and I needed just to send his documents away and an affidavit. So I got all that done, sent it away, then turned around and yesterday I went on to check the you know the portal that they have. Yeah, for tracking it. Yeah. Yeah, and they turned around and his, an alert came up and it said you must submit some more supporting documentation. I never even got a phone call or anything about this. And then I turned around and I tried to ring them. And I eventually rang them 364, no, 364 times. And the 365 times I got through to them. Right, okay. So you almost rang them once for every day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. And then when I got through to them, 
he turned around and your man, and I don't blame the person, he's just working there, like, you know what I mean? Mm. And he turned around and he said to me, he goes, oh, sorry, we've just updated our um, portal. You shouldn't, um, that should be corrected again this evening. Then I looked at it again this morning and it said it's reviewing it again. And I'm like just going, how is this normal or acceptable that if I want to get through to a state body, I have to ring them more than 300 times just before I even speak to somebody? Like, it's unbelievable. Well, you're not the only one because somebody else did go onto our Facebook page and said exactly the same thing. They had rang them and contacted them 300 times and the lines are busy constantly all the time. Yeah. But, Niall, while I was doing that, I was on web chat as well. And because there is a web chat portal you can do. And I was refreshing it and refreshing it. And not, they say on the on the internet that when it turns green, you're able to speak to somebody. So for three hours, I was refreshing it while I was making those phone calls. And just couldn't three get Three hours? Yeah. Right, okay, okay. This is just unacceptable, isn't it, really? Yeah. But there's something so going where on. Do, so where do you stand now with the past? You still don't know where you stand. No. Nothing. I still don't know where I stand. Now, I've nothing booked. I'm in, I know that there'll be plenty of people that have stuff booked. I've nothing booked. I was just there going in my head going, if, like, beforehand, I know if I had a problem, I could drive to Dublin and I'd be able to go into the office and physically go in and have a meeting or request an interview. You can't even do that now. No, it used, to, it used to be in Satanta House um, there in the middle of Dublin somewhere. And yeah. then they moved uh, the passport office to Balbriggan, as far as I know. Now, you, you're not allowed in there. It's not for the public. It's just where they obviously print them off or make them. I don't know what they do up there. Um, but that's where they all are, I believe, now, in Balbriggan somewhere. Yeah, but you can't, I don't think, as far as I'm aware, you can't actually go there, walk in and have a meeting with No, you, I don't think you can, no. no yeah. No. Like, so, I don't know where I am at, at the moment. I'm actually back to the same place I was yesterday. Now, if you've only just submit two photographs and renew your license, I believe you know the if you do it through the online, uh, it it kind of renews very quickly, and you'll get it out in the post in two or three days. But if there's anything at all complicated, in other words, if you have to submit supporting documentation, or maybe you're separated and you know you you need to get a guardian signature for a, you know whatever for a child exactly. yeah. or anything like that, any complication whatsoever, you're destined to be waiting months. It seems. Yeah, but like for what? Like if, I don't if understand that, it. I don't. We we have tried on numerous occasions in the past. We talked about them to contact and we get a standard. There's no point in replying, sending anything. We get a standard answer, you know, telling people what to do, what to do, what to do. And I know other radio stations have talked about this as well. And they will not. They just don't put representatives on the radio to talk about it. It's just like they're answerable to nobody. But for how many? What's the population of Ireland? Four or five million? Five million. What? Well, five million people. Yeah. Yeah, five million people and one for one one direct line that nobody can get through. Well, they only have to replace a passport every nine years. So divide five million by nine and then you have the yearly amount, uh, roughly, of passports that you would have to issue in a year, which is probably somewhere around the 650,000 mark or 570,000 mark or something like that, if you for, divide by nine. For, yeah, for children it's five, isn't it, though? Yeah, kids. five years. Yeah. Is it five years for children? Okay, yeah. okay. And then you will have, of course, new children, you know, who are born, obviously, have to get a passport. You know? Yeah which is 64,000 new children every year to get a passport when they're born. But you don't have to get it when they're born. You know what I mean? You can wait till the first time they're going away on holidays. Yeah, but like I've I've even spoken to friends about who've actually cancelled holidays and everything and they're like, you may forget about this summer. And I'm like, oh, it's a renewal. Like I've sent a passport in with it as well. Yeah. like, and if they're, if they're displaying something online on the government website, at least it should be accurate. Well, the website seems to be, from what I'm, from most people are telling me, the website is a disaster because it's not updating people. It constantly says, as you rightly said, reviewing. 
yeah. comes up on the portal all the time. So that, what, like, if you're waiting to go away on holidays, as this person is, for example, you know, waiting to go away on June, and it's now, you know, getting close to the end of May, we're in the middle of May, reviewing is going to put you, you know, on edge. You're going to be sitting there, well, how long more is it going to be? Am I going to get it before I go on holidays? Because if you don't get it, you're not going. They're not. They're, they're not. I, I turned around and I was speaking to a friend of mine yesterday who actually had to give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. They turned around and they were like this going, and they were waiting since December. I was like, that's ridiculous. And she was like, you may forget about this summer. And I was like, for what? For a renewal of a passport? This is unbelievable. I mean, during, actually, during COVID, I know there was a six-month wait. There was a time during COVID there was no passports being issued uh, when, there yeah. was, when there was very little air travel. And people were suggesting the reason they were doing that was to stop people from travelling on purpose. But there's no reason for it now. The COVID, people are back in work. And I don't know why, if they're not back in work, I don't know why they're not back in work. But they should be back in work doing their job. Well, they're not. <laughs> well, so we'll stay there for a second because i got Pat as well. Pat, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Pat? Hi, United. How are you? Good. Now, Pat, it says here that you've also applied. Now, when did you apply? Uh, my fiancé applied... Oh, your fiancé, sorry. ...18th of January, um, Niall. 18th uh, of January, okay. 18th of January. Um, Four months ago. was going fine. Um, her arrival date for the passport was the 3rd of May. Even so, though she applied on the 18th of January? Yes, yeah, I, yeah. I, By the way, without even talking about the delay and how you're feeling right now, why does it take four months to print a book? I don't know now. I really okay. do not know. Well, yeah, go on anyway. So where, um, where do you stand now? So we're getting married on Saturday, the 21st, right? Congratulations. So, thank you very much. Um, so once we had the date of the 3rd of May from the passport, we went ahead and booked the honeymoon. Um, for Sunday evening, we're flying out. We're going to the Dominican Republic. Okay, lovely. On uh, um, the 30th of April, Aaron received an alert to say that they needed something else for the passport, right? So, t- so it took them three months to tell her that she needed something else? Yes, 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 right? So that very day when she got the email, she went away, got all the stuff, sent it directly straight back to them, um, and then went back online and checked, and now the arrival date for the passport is the 25th of May. We fly out on the 23rd. Oh, no. Yes, now, 86 times, once Aaron rang me, obviously in a state, right? 86 times I tried to get through to that passport office and couldn't get through once, right? 86 times you've tried. 86 times. I counted it when I went home. This is unacceptable. This is for a government body. This is completely unacceptable. Unacceptable, I'm listening to you. So eventually Erin got through herself. She was trying as well as I was trying, right? Spoke to a lady and it was a case of, well, unless there's a death um, or it's an emergency, you won't be getting a passport and it won't be issued until the 25th and there is nothing I can do. So unless it's on compassionate grounds, yes, there's nothing they will do about it. Nothing they will do. Even though you're, even though you're, you're heading up to five months now. Yeah, and you've already booked it based on the fact they gave you a date in the first place, yeah. and it took them exactly. three months to tell you they needed a supporting supporting document. Three months. Yeah, yeah. No, unless something changes between now and Friday, we have to cancel the honeymoon and everything now. That's what I'm saying. You're, so you're getting married on Saturday. You're going on your honeymoon on Sunday, and now you're going to have to cancel your honeymoon because of their inefficiencies. Yes. Exactly, exactly. Well, so what, I, I'm curious, by the way, why somebody isn't going to take a legal case against them for that damages or loss, because there has to be, a, there has to be a, a fair, I suppose, expectation of when you can get, I mean, it's a book, it's a small book. I understand, by the way, we have to, for security purposes, everything has to be checked because, of course, you don't want people, you know, having fraudulent passports. A hundred percent. Or people who are not citizens of the country getting a passport or whatever it is. So there has to be, yeah. ba- you know, checks and balances. But, I mean, this is 2022. The technology yeah. is there to make that really efficient. So I cannot understand if they cannot produce a passport in a reasonable time. I'd say 30 days is a reasonable time. Yeah. They need more staff. 
or the mm-hmm. staff need a good kick in the bum and work harder. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know which it is. But, but do, do you know what baffles me as well, Niall, is right? that we, we check online, all the documentation is fine. So where is this documentation now? Is it just sitting on someone's desk? Is it like, you know... I, well, Mary, Mary the, who's on the line there with you. Now, thankfully, Mary is not going away on holidays. I mean, yeah. you're, you're up the creek there with no paddles, to be honest with you, Pat. But Mary, yeah. thankfully, she's not going away. But she's in the same boat. And yeah. she gave them the support and documentation. And she's still waiting. And nothing. Yeah. Just under review, yeah. it says in the portal. Yeah, and, and Niall Aaron's son as well um, applied for his passport, right? Two years nearly he waited for it, and they actually sent him back stuff and then requested the stuff to be sent back up to them then again. Two, was, that, was that during COVID? Was, was, was that during the COVID? It was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, during the yeah. COVID was a complete disaster, so they practically disaster. shut down. It's a, an absolute disaster. There you go, yeah. Mary. You think you have it bad, huh? It's, it's just unbelievable. This man's getting married on Saturday, yeah. going away on his honeymoon. Yeah. I really feel sorry for him. Like, that's unbelievable. They should even give it to him on combustion grounds. Like, yeah. That's not fair. Yeah. Like, there's but, something going on. But again, Mary, even the girl that Aaron spoke to, there was no compassion whatsoever. It's no. No. No, I don't care whether you're going on your honeymoon. I don't care. It's just a no. And, and was she not helpful? Did she not say, well, look, let's see what I can do. Can I help you out here? No, no, That's no, no, no. awful. It, it was like she'd hit a brick wall, Niall. It was just this defence was up there. Unless it's uh, an emergency or... Computer says no. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> do you remember that famous it. ad? Computer says no. Sorry, computer <laughs> says no. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, there's nothing I can do, but a computer says no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I know people who work within both the civil service and the private sector who work in situations where they're, you know, looking after people or arranging for documentation and forms. And if somebody's in a bit of a quandary, they will they will go out of their way sometimes a little bit to help an individual. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand the logic of this at all, the way they just treat everybody as just a number. And and yeah, it's yeah. and it's just I mean, four months and then to be told, actually, we need another document. I mean, yeah, but you don't even get to see it online when you go and look at it. You don't even get to see, is it under query, what document it is. Like, there's nothing there at all. I mean, I mean, somebody just texted in and said they got their passport within five days. And absolutely, of course, you will get your passport in five days if you don't need any supporting documentation and you're just going to renew it online and you just upload your two photographs. Generally, once the photographs are OK, you will get your passport very quickly because that's automated. It's an automated system. It's not involving human beings. Yeah. So that's the problem here. It's once we involve humans in this mess, it seems to be like that. Um, my daughter, somebody says, my daughter sent for a passport a few weeks ago online. She tracked it and was told it was in NACE, so she contacted NACE Post Office. She was told it was delivered on the 12th of May, but it hasn't arrived yet. It's a joke. Uh, another person says, no, I applied for a passport back in December. I'm still waiting. There is no complications apart from one document they wanted, which I gave them back in February, and I'm still waiting. This, this makes no sense at all. Pat, I I, Pat, you must be devastated. Absolutely. Absolutely. And herself, Aaron, Aaron is as bad. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, and it, you know, I mean, you're looking forward to your honeymoon. I mean, for God's sake, it's not something you do every day of the week. Is going on a honeymoon? Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, yeah. and you actually based it. In other words, you took their word for it when they gave you a date initially, and made sure that you were being responsible and booked your honeymoon after the date they gave you. After the date, yeah, yeah, and it was like two, two nearly three weeks after the date they gave us. So we were like, hey, it has to. You know, you, you, get, yeah, no, you left a bit no of leeway, issues, yeah. yeah. You know, oh, so. stop. Guys, yeah, but you should be able to stand over it, like, or even give you an explanation why it's late. 
Like mm, they can't mm. like if you're turning around and facing big things like honeymoons on non the government websites and then they're not able to stand over and they're not even able to answer to it. Like who's accountable well, for it? But but even Niall, even if the girl on the phone had said, Look, give us proof that you're actually flying, give us proof. Like, do you know, that we of course, yeah, yeah. as well. You know, send us the proof and we'll say, yeah, look, you're going on that day, right, we will issue the passport because, okay? Because, uh, because I'm sure, I, look, I knew somebody who worked in the passport office years ago, right, many, many years ago. And I'm sure in your case or in case, you know, I would call this compassionate because you're getting married, you've already arranged it, it was their bit, bit of a mess up that's, that has you in the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Why somebody just, you know, in there can't just go, all right, well, let me look at your case and I'll just shift that from the bottom of the pile up to the top of the pile because the obviously, top. yeah, and let me just give that to Mary now over there who does the passports. Mary, can you make sure you look after that one very quickly for me? I, I, I just don't understand why that can be, I mean, why can't the human element be brought into it when you have a situation like that I don't get it you know what I mean I don't get it anyway listen guys I wish you well Pat congratulations Mary thanks very much Pat congratulations on the wedding by the way thank you very much where are you getting getting married by the way where are you Limerick in the Castle Troy Park Hotel alright have you got a lot of people coming oh yeah yeah big crowd thank God yeah okay and and the plan was to head off the next morning and have the nice honeymoon night in the hotel traditionally and off the next morning with the suitcases out the door that's it exactly and hope we survive the honeymoon at least anyway and so what's have you taken time off work already and all that all arranged yeah all arranged time off work and everything yeah yeah. so if we have to change the honeymoon um, we have to pay another 1500 on it to change everything and have you got holiday insurance Uh, we do yeah I don't don't know whether it'll cover that we don't know exactly we're still in limbo with that as well everyone is giving us until Friday once the postman comes on Friday and it's not here then we have to change everything well you know I think if a few people took cases against the passport office you know I I think they wouldn't be long about updating the system and fixing it then you know what I mean or maybe they wouldn't care actually because it's you know it's state bad state run should they have an endless pit of money anyway Mm. Listen, Pat, I wish you well and I hope you get sorted. I, well, I know you're not going to get sorted out, so I do apologise. And, and well, I'm not apologising for them on their behalf. They, they can apologise themselves. But I, I do apologise for the nation that you're not going to go away on your honeymoon. Enjoy, no, your, enjoy your bit of time off and hope guys. you get away. All, best, All right, bro. there you go. Pat and Aaron getting married in Limerick in the Castle Troy Hotel this coming Saturday. Sadly, he won't be going on his honeymoon to the Dominican Republic uh, because the passport office are too slow. They're too slow. And by the way, Ireland is not on its own here. The United Kingdom are having exactly the same problem. And there's now a whole row going on in the United Kingdom because Richie Sunas, who's their Chancellor's checker, or in other words, the Minister for Finance, so to speak, has suggested that they ditch 90,000 civil servants, drop their jobs, get rid of them. And obviously some departments, they want to keep them in and they're going to add more staff to certain departments like revenue and things like that. But other departments like the driving tests and possibly the passport office and things like that, they're suggesting, well, okay, we could run these more efficiently if they were privatised. And that seems to be what they're trying to say. Now, they haven't come out and directly said that yet, but that seems to be what they're suggesting. And I wouldn't completely disagree with it. I think like the pass- that places like the passport office should be privatised because I can tell you now, it would run a lot more efficiently because if there was any problems with it, they'd lose the contract. And I think things like the, the driving test, the passport office, many of those things could be privatised and be run very efficiently. Let me know what you think. Maybe you've been in this situation. May, and so many people, by the way, contacting us now in a similar situation. People waiting a year for a passport. Never heard of that in my life. During COVID, I think that happened, all right. But I'm shocked it's still happening. 
I don't understand it. I don't understand the logic of it. Most passports in Ireland that would be issued would be on renewal. So that's a computerized system. And that's why when you go online to renew with your photographs, it comes back very quickly. You normally get it back within five or six days because it's done. It's computerized. But if you have any instance where you have to support, give supporting documentation, i.e. you need an adoption certificate, as I did my last por- passport, they wouldn't accept because I didn't have a birth cert. They wouldn't accept the adoption certificate. And I had to get them another one and it got it complicated. But And also, if you say are a guardian for a child or you're a separated family and you want to go away and one has to sign and there's also the complications, then you're in trouble. And even if you have all the supporting documentation, you will not know how long it's going to take. But to be told that when you apply in January, you're not going to get it till May, that's unacceptable in itself. It shouldn't take four months. Four months when you have all the documentation. It shouldn't take four months to get a passport. And even then, even if it does take four months and they're that inadequate in what they do in their jobs, the fact that Pat was on to them, managed to get through to them. That's another problem. People that can't even get to talk to somebody, you know, 380 calls or whatever it happens to be to get through to them. Pat gets through to them, speaks to a human being at the end of the phone who seems to lack compassion for some reason. He explains his situation and they can't, for whatever reason, turn around and say, well, okay, this is a serious situation. You're going away on Sunday. You've spent a lot of money. You're getting married. Let's see, can we help you out here? Whatever happened, that's what that's what Irish people do, isn't it? Whatever happened to that? Can they not do that? Computer says no. Sorry, won't be going away. Computer says no. Like, that is just crazy. All right, let's listen to some of your WhatsApp Hi, Niall. Uh, this is Ali here. You may remember I'm the person that was living over in America and I'm back now. Um, can't come on, but I just wanted to say I'm glad you're talking about the absolute disgrace that is the passport office. I've had more dealings with these people in the last few months because I'm in the unique situation where I'm trying to get an Irish passport for a child born abroad. Total disaster. They don't recognise any of the wording on a custody arrangement. Um, I've tried invoking the help of local councillors and politicians. I actually got an email back from Simon Harris's office. I never even wrote to them, but somebody sent it on and he led me down a garden path like they were going to help. Never heard a word back. Never heard even that they weren't going to do anything about it. Just got all the documents back in the post. It took me day in, day out ringing for months. They never answered the phone. They never answered an email and the chat never goes live. It's always grey. They're an absolute disgrace. They shouldn't be in their jobs. If it was in the private sector, they'd all have lost their jobs by now. I just can't understand why nobody is doing nothing about it. So thanks very much for talking about it. I've written into Liveline, but for some reason, because maybe it's a government body, nobody wants to talk about it. Thanks, Niall. Love the show. Yeah, well... I'm talking about it and I'm talking about it because so many people are complaining about it. And it is, you are right, by the way, there are many um, public sector offices and departments in this country that are run inefficiently. And if they were in the private sector, you're right, CEOs would lose their job. I recently talked about the HSE and I'm not talking about the individuals that work within it, although some of them don't do very much. Most of them are very hardworking people, doctors and nurses, etc., and people on the front line. But for example, the CEO, Paul Reid of the HSE, earns, as you well know, nearly a half a million euro a year. Well, 430,000 probably plus expenses. If that was the private sector and it was so badly run, he would lose his job. But yet, when if you're in the public sector, you're answerable to nobody. And, 
you know, when you look at the passport office and the amount of complaints about it. Now, again, I say to you that we are getting messages from people. And I want to be fair, saying I applied for a passport and I got it back in five days. I renewed it online. Of course you did. Because that's automated. Uh, there's very little human interaction, I imagine, in that process. I don't know exactly how it works. I'm assuming it has to go into a printer somewhere and somebody has to take them out and fold them and put them into boxes or bags and send them off to you because I'm sure a computer doesn't do that bit. But getting documents together, supporting documents together and looking at it and deciding if that person needs a passport. And again, I say we have to be careful with the security because a passport, of course, is a a legal document that provides somebody with certification that they are a citizen of a country. So, of course, it has to be done properly. And I understand the slight delay to make sure documents are correct. But this is ridiculous. Somebody else texted in, I sent express post at the end of February. Still no sign. Estimated issue date was 23 days ago. It's mad. Uh, We haven't booked anything because we're afraid it won't arrive. I mean, that's unacceptable. Let me go to Alex as well. Alex, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Alex? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Thank now, you for having me. Good. How long are you waiting? Uh, I actually was one of the, well, lucky person that I was, I, I received my passport after four months. Um, but my biggest problem is I'm actually, um, I, I, I applied for a passport at the end of December. I um, luckily got my passport on the 1st of April. But my, you, By the way, do you think four months is acceptable? No, of course not. No, <laughs> Niall. And, and, and meantime, during this period of time, uh, they were constantly sending me an email that I couldn't reply that um, some of the documents are not there. And I, of course, when I was applying for the passport, I, I uh, at all the documents that needed to be there, um, like marriage cert, birth cert, everything was there. And uh, it, it, it just looked like they were passing from one desk to another and nobody really looked inside the envelope and read the whole application. And, and, and did you get through to them? Because many people are saying they can't even get through to talk no, to somebody. No, no, that was a nightmare. It, it, everything is true what people are saying. It's so frustrating. Um, I was trying to ring maybe 55 times, to be honest with you, a day because I was so frustrated. I wanted to book holidays and I booked holidays um, in July and I wasn't sure will I get the passport on time. Um, and nobody's picking up the phone. Constantly there's an answer machine. Um, they're saying uh, on the website, on the government website, that you can uh, go onto a live chat. Nobody, the live chat is off. Uh, there, there's no way. There's no way to contact them. But my bigger, biggest issue at the moment, well, I'm really happy that I got finally my passport so I can go on holidays. But the original documents that I um, attached to my uh, application, I never got them back. Oh, and uh, so are these original copies of your birth certificate? Yes. So okay, so and you have to pay for those. They're, they're not, I mean, you have to buy course. them. Yeah. Yes. So now I'm actually, you know, um, I'm frustrated. I hope I don't have to go and now I, to I don't know. Do, do do they say? I don't. I don't know the small print or anything. But do they say that they will return documents? I mean, are of you course, guaranteed? Yeah. yeah. They are saying that they should be returned within four weeks. Okay. Uh, four weeks. I received my passport in April. Okay, so and you still haven't got the documents. Yeah, I'm, I'm still got, uh, haven't got the. What do you think they've lost them? I hope not. I really don't. Um, well, I, I know you can yes. look. I mean, your marriage cert and your birth cert, you can buy them all again. You know what I mean? But it's, yeah, but it's, it's original that. documents. Like, oh, you, know, so, oh, you like, gave them the actual hand-signed original documents? Yes. The, oh, all Jesus. the original documents, you have to, uh, you have to attach it to, uh, to, mm. to, uh, to, get, to get your passport. And will they, they, not, will they not accept them? You know the way, if you want a marriage cert or a birth cert, you can go online, you pay. You don't even have to go into an office anymore. You can go online, you can pay a tenner and they email it to you or whatever it is. Okay. Uh, can you? Will they not accept those versions of them? 
No, it has to be original. So it has to be original. And you know what? I, all the documents that you're sending, an application, when you're applying for passport, you, it's all the register post. post. You, well, I yeah, send of course, it by yeah. register post. So uh, absolutely, that's advisable. That yeah. they received it. Yeah, that they received it. And I'm still waiting for documents. And it was the same. I applied for my, meantime, I applied for my uh, daughter's passport. And I was waiting four months as well. And even they are saying that, you know, for the kids, should be straightforward. It was her first passport. It was four months as well. Uh, I still haven't got the documents back. Um, so four <laughs> that, months. That, that, see, four months is unacceptable. And I tell you, I'm going to uh, tell you. I'm going to tell a story. Right. I'm not going to say which department it was in. Right. Could have been the passport office, or could have been another department. But many, many years ago, a friend of mine worked in one of these departments. Right. And she went into work at the very start of the job. It was she was only the early days of the job, and she had got pregnant, so she was on maternity leave for a very you know near the start of her, of her training and everything else. But she went back out straight after maternity leave, and she went into the office, and they gave her you know a bunch of files, people's files, and they mm-hmm. said, "Off you go." Well, there you go. Now you can do those today. And it was maybe twenty. I don't know exactly the number, right? But let's say twenty there, right? So she went through the twenty. She did them, and she went back to her supervisor after about two hours. And said, yeah, I've done those. Can I have a few more? And he turned around to her. This is a true story. And he said, um, I'll tell you what you do. Do you want to, you know, go outside and maybe have a cigarette or sit down and read the newspaper for a few minutes? Uh, I don't want you to do any more now at the moment because if you start doing too many, you make everybody else look bad. And, and that's a true story. And, I, and I, I don't know if that kind of behaviour still happens. It was some time ago, but I don't know if that kind of behaviour still happens within the public sector. But as somebody rightly said, if this was happening in the private sector people would lose their jobs or certainly the people organising it, the CEO or whoever runs it, would lose their jobs because it's not efficient. So I, I just don't get it. You know? Oh, we've lost Alex. Are you there, Alex? No, I'm, oh, yes, yeah. I'm listening to you. Sorry, Niall. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, Alex, I, where are you originally from, by the way? I detected accents. I'm originally from Poland. Okay. And I, I, how was... efficient would, how efficient are the public sector in Poland? Um, I would say, uh, well, after COVID especially, I would say it would be slower, but maybe a little bit faster than, than here at the moment. Okay. You see, you see I, I, I got my citizenship, so it was my first Irish passport, so I couldn't just Congratulations, wait. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. so I couldn't get, wait, wait to get it, and now when I have it, it it's, it's okay. It's brilliant. It's, it's amazing. And you'd imagine, by the way, you know, once you've been naturalised and you get your citizenship, they'd be nice to you and they'd try and give it to you a little bit quicker because you're very excited about it. Do That's you know right. <laughs> I know, it's amazing. It, it was just brilliant. You know, the feeling that I received it and I had it in my hand, oh, I actually literally cried. <laughs> okay, well, I, well then I, I shall, as you leave, I shall exit you and say thank you very much, my wonderful Irish citizen, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. All right, bye, thank bye. you very much. See you, bye. John, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, John? Noel, how are you? Good. Now, you uh, rang the passport office how many times? Now, here's a good one. This is the start of it, right? The wife's passport, uh, she was going away on the 23rd of April. Okay. And uh, on the Wednesday, she was going away the Saturday morning, so on the Wednesday, discovers, oh, passport's out of date. Mm, that's not good. All oh, right, lovely. Two years out of date, obviously, lockdown, pandemic. Right, okay. So, yeah, because so, you weren't going away, so you didn't even bother looking, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, next thing is, uh, the daughter came at work, she applied for the online. And... The sister-in-law then was saying, oh, you can get an emergency appointment and this, that, and the other. And she tried and tried and tried. She said, no, I can't get that. And so she went over, waited till midnight. Yeah. You know, see what the lines open up. So lo and behold, got an app- rang the next morning, have an appointment for you for 20 past 11. But discovered that the date was wrong. Now, her, the wife went into the passport office. Said, where is, by the way, where, I'm confused now. Where is the passport office now? It's in Mount Street. 
it's actually gone off. It used to be in Molesworth Street. Wasn't yeah, it? it used to be Satanta House, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's in Mount Street. So in she went and anyway, and said security fella, because uh, I got the email, had all the email and all on my phone, blah blah. blah and she you were lo- you were lucky to get an, an appointment, but go on. Yeah, with a reference number, we say one, two, three, four. Security fella on the door says, mm, "No, we don't have anything there." And he says, "I tell you, go into the girl on the desk." So she went into the girl on the desk. She looked at it and she says, um, "That appointment is actually for the twenty fifth, which is Monday." Right. Right. And this was on the Thursday morning. And she says, "Hold on, hold on, Chet. I get my supervisor. He came out and he says, I'm actually only at the processing your online one from last yesterday evening.' So he says, "You'll have it on Friday." Right. Right, sixty-five euro over the, you know, through the through the, the website or whatever. Grand happy days. That so sounds, yeah, that sounds promising now, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Lo, lo, lo and behold, she did get it on the Friday. Oh, I take back everything I've said in the last twenty minutes. Now, but go no, on. No, Okay. <laughs> we paid for the emergency appointment, and you pay, you have to pay for the emergency passport and all, which was two hundred and forty-five. Oh, do you have to pay for the appointment? Yeah. So what? It's, it's, what how much is the appointment? Sixty-five quid. No, no, 245 for an emergency passport. Oh, so you, she got the emergency passport, right? No, 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 no. This was, this was right. We have to try it. I'm with you. So she paid the 245 for the emergency, for the appointment for the emergency department, but they actually, in the interim, she got her own passport anyway, so it was a waste of money. Yes, so we cancelled it. We were able to cancel it. Right, the girl, okay. The girl in the office, in the passport, I've told her, and she rang me dead and then from the office and said, cancel, go into your email and cancel that. So I cancelled that dead and then, so it was cancelled and all, boy... Oh, at one o'clock. Did you get onto your credit card or debit card company and cancel the payment while you were at it? No, I didn't because they say you'll, you'll get a full refund and the whole blah, 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 blah. And I'm still waiting. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So I rang them this morning. I rang them already about two weeks ago after about 60 calls and the girls said, Where's yes, me money? Yeah, yeah. What's the story with me cash like? Yeah, show um, me the money. Yeah, so the next thing she says, uh, oh, that's 30 days, that'll take 30 days. Oh, that's great, I said. Yes, I wouldn't want to be stuck for a few quid. No, you wouldn't want to be stuck. Yeah, Mind so you, look, I, well, at least you got it. And by the way, again, I point out that if you are just getting a renewal, they are quite efficient because it's an efficient system, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's, if there's any complications, which, you know, well, some people have complications, they have to provide supporting documents, like our previous caller, Alex, who had to give, you know, her birth certificate, her marriage certificate, all that kind of stuff, because it was her first passport as an Irish citizen. Yeah. Then you're, you're up to Swanee. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, I mean, so, you, were, you were one of the lucky ones, I'll tell you that now. And the very yeah. fact that you were, you were granted an appointment, it's like getting an appointment with the Queen. Yeah, yeah. So we're back <laughs> this morning anyway, because it's coming up to the 40 days. And after 75 calls, I get this lad. Will I say his name? No, don't say his name. All right, so this lad comes on. How you doing? My name is Bump, and uh, how can I help you? What's the other thing? I said, no, this is about me refund. Oh, that's no. I said, hold on now. I've been on already about this. And I said, um, you know, time is running out, blah, blah, blah. I said, it's not as if it's just €5 Euro or whatever. It's €245. Euro. Yeah. And I said, I want to speak to a supervisor or a manager, and he hung up the phone on me. Oh, no. Yeah. So I rang back again. Now, you weren't rude to him, where you? you? didn't use bad language like running. Oh, God, no. No, okay. Fair no. No, fair no, no, I'm just asking, because you might have been annoyed, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. So I rang back again, 127 times and still got no joy. Right. So you haven't got back through to them again. You were just lucky to get your man. Yeah. And then he hung I up on you. I back through to them again. Yeah. I'm convinced when you're ringing companies that if they don't like, if they're not in the mood for dealing with you, say if you're a bit complicated, and they're not in the mood for deal. I had a situation yesterday where I was ringing a company and my situation was a bit complicated. 
And I think when they look at your phone, they go, Jesus. And they go, and they pretend to get cut off. I think they do it all the yeah. time. I think yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Do it. Okay, he probably said that here. Cause, <laughs> I know, tell I to be dealing with this fella. Yeah, yeah. And he, was, he, he, he got a bit of a stuff out to say. I don't know now if he had a bit of a speech impediment or what. I'm not sure what. But he's something to do with a third party company deals with the money. Oh, I don't know that. Well, maybe he was just nervous or something like that. Okay, thank you very much indeed, John. John, now, obviously John's situation was different. He was looking for an emergency passport. He actually got an appointment. I didn't realise you had to pay for an appointment, by the way, for an emergency passport. I mean, that's supposed to be government service. You're paying your taxes. Why would you have to pay to see them? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, look, here we go. Here's another uh, message coming in on WhatsApp here. Let's have a quick listen to this. Hey, Niall, um, we were sh- went through the exact same thing with the passport office um, as that guy did there. Um but it was for our son's passport, but um, it actually arrived a week before the date uh, that they said it was going to be issued. Although I, I was on to uh, multiple people from the passport office at the time that said it wasn't going to arrive early and that that's the date, but it did. So um, same kind of issue, uh, waiting months and uh, it was only after two or three months they actually said that they were processing the application. So, um, yeah, just just it might be some bit of bright news for that guy there that uh, the passport might be issued earlier. Thanks. Okay, well, may- maybe it might be issued earlier, but I don't think, if you're talking about past the honeymoon, man, uh, I don't think so. I don't think he's going to the Dominican Republic. If you've any good stories to tell us about the passport office, by the way, like that one there, that maybe, you know, you had a good experience, uh, let us know. Can't all be bad, really, can it? Apart from those, by the way, who say they're renewing their passports, that's an efficient enough system because it's computerised and doesn't have much human interference. But generally speaking, I mean, you know, if you've had to, you know, supply supporting documentation or it's your first passport, like Alex, who became an Irish citizen, and it's our first passport, if you've had any kind of complications, please let us know how long it took. I keep saying to you that four months, people are using this thing of four months. That seems to be the going rate, doesn't it? And I personally believe for a government service and a book, I think four months is completely unacceptable. Michelle, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Michelle? Hi, you Nile. How are you? Good. Now, what was your experience with passports? Um, my daughter um, applied online for her uh, renew uh, about three weeks ago. Okay. She was going to Tenerife on Sunday, just gone. Okay. Um, about, oh God, about four days later, she received an email to say that her picture wasn't perfect and to send another one. Yeah, so it's always the this whole thing with the picture, by the way, where you have to have the, you know, I know you have to have the white background, but it's the expression on your face must be kind of gaunt. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they won't accept um, anything else. But they don't tell you whether it's a shadow or whether it was too dark or too bright or whatever. So anyway, she uploaded another photograph that she got done in the pharmacy, sent that off, and we were hoping to hear something within the week. Heard nothing. So... All week we were ringing and ringing, and like I was ringing about four or five hundred times before I actually got through to the passport office. Like literally Um, four or five hundred times, with the sounds of things and what people are telling me. Yes. Yeah. 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 Now, on Friday there was still no sign of the passport, so I told her Friday morning go in, go into Mount Street because we couldn't get an emergency appointment. I was up from twelve o'clock at night to roughly about half two in the morning 
trying to get an online uh, appointment for an emergency uh, in Mount Street. And the next available one was actually um, next Tuesday. So she went in. The girl wanted proof why she was going to Tenerife. She said she was going to a wedding. So she needed proof. So we did what we did and we we got proof. And um, she went in on Monday and 245 euro later, four o'clock on Monday, she had her passport. So she's actually flying out at 25 to 3 today. Here's what I can't understand, right? If within a couple of hours they can produce an emergency passport, and I know it's not an official, well, when I say not an official document, it is an official document, they still have to do the security checks, they still have to do everything on it to make sure your daughter is who she says she is, etc., etc., right? Why does it take so long to produce a passport? If if for 245 they can produce an emergency one in a day for you? I don't understand this. I think they just want everybody to go in and pay the 245 because... I don't think that's the motive because they're a government body. You know, they don't need the money. They shouldn't uh, need Yeah, the I know they're a government yeah. body and they shouldn't. But, like, she was in there on Monday and she said there was literally about 100 people in there when she was going to pick her passport up. Mm. And that's what everybody else was there yeah. for as well. Yeah. You know, but like that, it was 245 for the emergency passport and 90 euro for her original passport. So apparently we get the 90 euro back, but we don't know when. Right, well, you heard the man before you there. He's been waiting now nearly a month yep. for his 245 that he didn't need to pay. He's because he actually I got know. his original one in the end. Um, so, But the likes of Pat, he could just go into Mount Street or there's another place in Cork and just walk in and, and explain and just pay the 245 so we can go on honeymoon. Well, maybe Pat didn't know that, but also I don't know because I'm not too sure if the temporary or emergency passports are accepted everywhere. Um, it may be accepted within the European Union, maybe. I'm, I, no, I don't know, I'm just guessing. Because I, I'm sure Pat, rather than cancel his honeymoon, has thought of that. You know, so maybe within, but, maybe outside of the European Union, they may not accept the emergency passports. No, it's it's actually a full passport. Oh, it is. Chris is it? not out until yes, yeah. Oh, I, I thought passport. it was. I thought it was one of these, you know, the two-page emergency passports that you get for um, compassionate grounds sometimes. No, no, no. It's a full ten-year passport. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So, so, you, you can, so in other words, you're telling me yeah. that you can pay the two hundred and forty-five to, to basically, you know, speed up the process, essentially. Yes, within a day. Within a day, you get it. You go for your appointment that morning. And the passports are ready from half three to be collected. And the excuse you gave, because they will only do it for certain reasons, the excuse you gave was, or your daughter gave, that she was she was going to a wedding in Tenerife. Yes. Okay. And they accepted yes. that. It wasn't like it doesn't have to be somebody dying or something like that. Because I think didn't Pat mention earlier on that he was on to them, and they said the only reason they could do that is if somebody was dying or something like that. Yeah, well, look, there was people going. There was one girl there, and her father took a heart attack in Spain, and they wouldn't give her a passport, an emergency passport. But I don't know. I think maybe she was just lucky who she got. She said the people in there were very nice to her, you know. I think, isn't that really what it comes down to? Who you get, who you get talking to, you know Yeah, I I think... Which is wrong, by the way. It shouldn't be like that. No, no, but I mean, even, even... People I, were t- I was talking to when I was ringing them up, 
um, were very nice and like they explained everything to me what you can do and all. But like, you know, just yeah. that's the main thing. You know? Well, look, in the end, you had a good experience. Mind you, the bad experience giving away the money. <laughs> but in saying that, you know, you got the right person in the end. And this is what I said earlier on. It just takes one person to turn around and say, well, look, let me see what I can do for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, but she, when she went in on Friday, they told her on Friday that her second photograph wasn't right either, oh. even though it was done in a chemist in a famous pharmacy. Yeah. yeah, and uh, that wasn't right either. I know, I know. It's very hard to get the photograph right. I'm sorry, I've run right out of time, Michelle. I do apologise, but thanks for sharing your story with us. Two hundred forty-five euro down on the deal, but thanks for sharing the story. Uh, the number is zero eight seven one double eight treble zero eight nine. Can anybody go and get one in an emergency passport? No, they they only do that for specific reasons. I'm surprised they actually did it for somebody going to a wedding, but there you go, what they did. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan show. Ireland's classic.